Fresh off a long chat with um, the coach, Will Stifler, back on a Wednesday afternoon for the first time with this podcast, episode 10. Um, and I'm here today with my co-host, Corey, believe it or not, and um, the resident six-hitter of the club, Rex Strickland. Thanks for having me. Good to see you, Rex. Corey, how are you going? Maxi, how are you? Yeah, we've come for a special time today. We've got the Hump Day podcast. Just to clear get everyone through the week, the working week, and start our weekend off strong. Yeah. Last pod before Christmas, so little Christmas edition, and I can't believe we're 10, we're 10 podcasts in now. Yeah, so. We've got Rex. Rex, what's been going on? Um, I'm not sure. I just started work. I start last week, and haven't really been doing anything. Where about? Um, WSP, it's called. It's an engineering firm. Yeah. Um, I actually got a bit of a story, so I started on Monday, rocked in, rocked up, so I had the introduction, yeah, like, hey, all that sort of jazz, how do you go? And the guy's like, oh, we actually haven't got a laptop for you. I was like, oh, okay, well, yeah. But, but if you just want to make yourself comfortable in one of these seats, I was like, oh, okay, can do. Yeah. yeah. And so I sat in the seat and he walked off, and that was sort of my week, really. Sat there and I thought, what am I going to do here? So when I got the paper, I played a lot of Sudoku. <laughs> Did you get a win? Um, couple, yeah. And then later in that week, I eventually got a laptop and still didn't get assigned anything. So, um, yeah. so you've got paid to do play Sudoku and do absolutely nothing yeah. for your first week. What have you been up to, Maxi, besides playing Red Dead Redemption? No, I finished Red Dead last week. I recommend that. Uh, actually, we want to be a test cricket. Um, one of my mates gave me a members pass for a perfect test, so don't be surprised when they have a five days. So. <laughs> I've actually always wanted to, as a kid, go to a test match and see every single ball live. I don't know if you've had that. Yeah, I've, done, I've done that. <laughs> I've, I've achieved that Boxing Day 2010. Four day, it was a four-day test. Yeah, went go, every day. Awesome. Yeah, unbelievable. Cricket right. Nuffy's dream, that. Yeah. I day three, you're probably really hurting, and you're just, it's more just a mental thing. You have to yeah, and you don't want to You're like one man for it. <laughs> <laughs> you lose that enjoyment, it's just about getting through it. Yeah, well, especially if it's Thursday and Friday and Saturday, apparently real hot. Real hot, yeah. Friday for the first day, the test is 38. Yeah. So that's a, that's a steamer. It's, a, it's, <laughs> it's definitely you want to win the toss sort of day, that one. That's a program you want to win, yeah. the toss you want to win. Okay, let's get straight to the weekend review. Um, obviously, there's big news in the two. We'll start with the ones. So we'll start. We'll start with the ones, and we had a Rexy. You'll agree with me here. One of the we played on one of the flattest decks in WA on Saturday. Yeah. Totally different to the week before, but we won't get into that story anyway. Um, Perth ground gr- grinded out a, a win against us. They made 292 in response to our two 212. Um, Sabag with three wickets and then chipping around all, all around for the, all the other boys. Um, Sabag did the Andrew Simons role perfectly and took the new ball bowling pace and then bowled spin in the, <laughs> when the pitch was dead. So jack of all trades there from Sabs. Um, in the threes, we, we actually won. Um, watching, as <laughs> I say, we actually won because the week before we got skittled for um, 179 and Perth were... 50 for none in return and then watching in on the other field Dan English absolutely steamrolled yeah, yeah so 
as Rexy was saying, we're, we were halfway, th- probably, what, within the first hour of the ones game, and, and the sprinklers came on on the second field during the under-17s game. So that made the pitch nice and good for Dan English to come steaming in later on in the day. Um, and then in the fourth grade, unfortunately, we got uh, we lost outright. Roll, uh, bowled out for 92 the first week. Perth made 262, County with three for, and then we were rolled for 53 in the second dig. So um, it's an unfortunate result there. We got the the, T, the T20s um, on the Sunday, the women's. We lost both the A and the B grade, unfortunately. We lost the um, the Premier T20 match against the Country 11. Will Jacks were 69. And in the Colts, we, we got up and had a win. We, um, we, sh- we bowled out. Claremont, uh, not Claremont, the country 11 for 112. And then we were three for 115 in return. Jaxie 73 not out. So pretty good day for Jaxie. Um, pretty good day when you get dropped five times. Isn't that right, Rexy? Yeah. Um, and then coming back to the second grade, yeah. speaking about it last week, and we said that Perth made 376 and it was a big, big day in the field. Um, Rob Honeyball, the skipper, almost pulled off one of probably the best chase in second grade history. 10 for 366, so he lost by, lost for, lost by 10 runs. Um, Rob with 160, 160. and I believe Sh- Sharpie. Day before his birthday. Correct. So that's twice now we've had birthday success, almost had birthday success with Lionsy and Rob. So and then Sharpie as well with 50-odd chipping in. Um, yeah, so that was a mixed bag from for the week. Hopefully we'll, we'll bounce back this weekend. We've got... Four, four T20, so we've got the Colts playing at Flory at Oval and Alderbury. Yeah. Flory at 10 a.m. and Alderbury at 2, 2 p.m. And then they've got Subi and Fremantle. And then at the exact same time at Stevens Reserves, the ones have uh, Subi, Flory, and then Fremantle in the afternoon at 10 and 2. Um, in the ones, there's, I believe, 10 players who have big bash contracts or have had big bash contracts and seven current international players playing. So you've got so by all reports, Jason Berendorf, Nathan Coulton-Isle, Dave Willey will all be playing for Subi Floriot and Cam Green as well. Um, and then for Fremantle, we've got Mitch Marsh, uh, Ashton Turner, presuming Mitch Marsh doesn't play for Australia, Ashton Turner, Jai Richardson, Jake Carter, Tom Abel, Sam Whiteman, and... Sure, Marsh, if he doesn't get dropped, so unless you've got some insight to tell us later on. Um, and then we've got, hopefully, unconfirmed um, at this time, but we've un- uh, Ash and Agar might be back this week. So, fingers crossed we got Ash, and yeah, I think Boz is back in the side as well, off-shield duty. So, pretty good. Pretty good weekend coming up. And then on Sunday, for the listeners, we're back here. Um, Colts at 10 and the ones at 2. So, make sure you get down, support the club if you can. T20s, they're a bit of a... Bit of fun. Jaxie's probably going to try and put a couple over um, Reed Library. And then if Rexy gets his chance, he's going to try and put about six or seven into the social sciences building like he keeps telling us. And we'll get to we'll get to that and we'll get to your fa- famous six later on, Rexy. Famous? Very famous. I don't know that. Oh, you'll hear about it later on here. Yeah? Okay, Rex. Yeah. Um, what, do you, what do you want for Christmas? Um, great question. I haven't got a present in about five years because we don't really do Christmas anymore. Um, I don't know actually, just money. Money will do me. Yeah. Don't be a present, man. Don't buy presents, so I don't really expect presents. Okay. Why not? I don't know. I'm dad, don't really believe in it. 
Well, we're in that this time, though. Yeah. Let's see how you find yeah, fair enough. <laughs> so, Maxie, what do you want for Christmas? That was one of my questions I was going to add on the end. So, okay. what do you want for Christmas? I recently I said I wanted money. Yes. But like, I've changed my thought about that. I realized I need some things. Because um, I'll be in the European winter next month. I'm going to need some warm clothes and some boots because it'll be snowing in northern England. So, I was like, I tried some Iron Williams on last week with no intention of buying because they're just so expensive. Put them on. No, they've got a little trick you can buy this I can sort of buy the um I think it's from Harbour Town, they've got a little defect and you get it for half price. Oh. Tiny little don't even notice it. That's what I've done. Right. Can confirm I've had a look at that store and there's some really good discounts going right. on there. Yeah. I think it's Watertown, they call it now. Yeah. <laughs> um, Harbour Town, Watertown. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't come up. Yeah, I think I think that's the case. Rexy's yeah. right there. Rexy's do look pretty smick when he wears them out in the circuit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, just, I tried them on and they just felt like I was in another world. Yeah, good shoes. Um, Great shoes. So maybe I was thinking about going half and half with mum on that, but now that it might be discount, that might change the whole game. Mm. And then recently finished my book a month New Year's resolution a couple of days ago, which was my favourite achievement for the year. Congratulations. Thanks, my man. Um, and that book was The Drive by Jane Harper. And I won't harp on about the book. It's a crime, crime fiction based in country Australia. But she has two more books that have just come out. So I wouldn't mind those two for Christmas as well, which would be good. Yeah, yeah. Not a bad touch there. So we almost had some interruptions with some guests there. <laughs> yeah, we almost had some, uh, some yeah, guests. No, we actually shouldn't invite them on the podcast, really. Yeah. That's all right. So we shouldn't take Rex's time. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Rex. When did you start playing cricket? Um, probably about age 11. Started playing, we always play in the backyard. And then about age 11, I started playing um, for under 11s. Just with the sort of the creed ball, you yeah. know, the pads and the wipes and all that up on that stroke. And then ever since then, really, I haven't had a year off and just consistently played uh, club cricket and in district. Uh, with what, 13 months, district start 13. Yeah. And yeah, that's about it. Right. Why are you a wicket keeper? Well, I always enjoy it. You always just, when you're playing club cricket, it's the best fun, isn't it? You, you're bowling. If you're not bowling, it's the next best thing yeah. ever. Yeah. So I always wanted to do it. And um, my coach in club cricket, because you used to have to rotate them, but our team sort of bend the rules. and. He liked me, so I said, can I just do it? And he said, yeah, okay, you can do it. So I bowled the spell and then I put the gloves on. <laughs> and then that actually carried on through a district. I bowled my, I'd open the bowling, with these other seniors, and I bowled four overs straight up, and then go put the pads on, and keep the rest of the game. So, and then eventually, obviously, you can't do that. You can't be doing that in great cricket, why not? <laughs> Have you asked uh, <laughs> Biz to uh, open the bowling and then put the pads on? <laughs> Can you confirm you have Jay O'Brien as a net wicket in the back pocket after yeah, bowling two weeks ago? Nice little reverse Seymour, top of off Jay O'Brien doing Jay O'Brien. I think it was LBW, wasn't it? Yeah, LBW. Yeah. Um, another question I've got for both of you. 
Who did you mimic in the back garden? Uh, oh, probably a weird one, but Brad Haddon, just because he's a keeper, not the best looking batsman. But I sort of liked this style, I don't know what it was. Sort of a bit loose, and that was probably, yeah, Brad Haddon. Yeah, I reckon I mix it up every day, and my, my favourites could have changed. It's like, I had, my first bat was a Pumic Gilchrist, so I did my Adam Gilchrist, and I loved a pull shot. There wasn't really much cricket going on in my backyard. It was more like classic catches in the pool sort of thing. Yeah, no bad little number and, there. Um, my class was my favourite fielder in Gully, just taking one hand and screaming this off, off Mitch Johnson. So yeah, I mean, we a lot of that sort of thing. Yeah, I like that. I like that lot. I was an Andrew Simons. So I just wanted the bat, bold field, yeah, catch and throw. Um, and if it was batting, I wanted to make sure that I was playing some expansive shots. Yeah, there was a presence at the crease, especially when you're playing against your younger brother. You make sure the presence is known and you don't get out. And then if I, I was bowling pace until I couldn't bowl pace anymore, and then I was bowling offies. So there was a lot of Andrew Simons about me in the back garden. I don't know if you noticed that Corey, if he was a pace bowler, would probably get a bit of bounce. Yeah, I don't think he's going to be in though. Well, you're going to be a bit of a hard man to be a good bowler. You're going to be dusty now. Not sure. Oh, I'm actually uh, agree with Matt. I'll agree with Rexy there. I don't think I've got. I don't think I've got a fast bowling bone in me, but I think I get enough. I generate enough bounce bowling offies to be. I'm going to be clever. But I don't know if you have the pace. Yeah, correct. I reckon I bowl quicker bowling off spin. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what are your thoughts on the name Rex? Um. Well, not that specific question, but I get asked around like, a lot. People like, is that actually a name? I'm like, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't mind. It's great on me. I used to not like it when I was younger. Because I just wanted a normal name. Oh, Jack or Tom or something. But I just have got older, it's grown on me. That is cool, man. Mm. There's a few I actually know people who reckon they've never heard of Rex, but I know probably four Rex. Yeah. I'm actually got it from a um, pilot. She used to be a flight attendant and it was a name of other pilots that she was a name of the deal that's there. I'm just sucking for you down on there. That's where it came from. That's by strange. It's nice. Sorry, what did you used to want to be called? Or what were your parents supposed to call you? Ah, oh, I do know that question. I know the answer to that question. My middle name is James. Yeah. So I was either going to be called Corey James Rocciolli or James Corey Rocciolli and James Corey doesn't really sound the best, so yeah. where they went with Corey James mm-hmm. Rocciolli. As for being called something, I do distinctly remember try like back in the day. Did you ever read the Specky McGee books? Yeah, yeah. Like I used to love the name Specky this when I was about <laughs> in year three. Um, so I used to think about that for a little bit, but that never really took off, and I never actually wanted a name change. I'm yeah. pretty happy with Corey. That's good. My dad wants to call me. Perry. Now, Perry in the name at uni isn't very like strange, but I think Perry is actually quite an uncommon name. I, th- yeah. I think it is. Do you actually? I only know, know middle aged Perrys. Do you actually? You're a child yeah. called yeah. Perry, or are you just a middle aged Perry? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Felix. Oh, Felix. Yeah, Felix is. Yeah, exactly. I don't know about Felix. It's an interesting. It really matter, it? No, it's yeah. Well, you've, you've, you've maxed now, aren't you? All right. Tell us a little bit about your background. Background? Um, in terms of, like, what's childhood or anything, though? Well, I was born pretty boring, really. Born in South Perth. Lived in South Perth my whole life. Born 
went to Wesley um, from the oh, originally went to South Perth Primary until year six, went to Wesley and um, played cricket and footy throughout well, my whole life really. And um, now I'm going to the end today. So I'm very excited. You're also a part of this as well. Yeah. I don't know if I was getting it. <laughs> yeah, um, probably three years ago. We always knew we had a little bit, or my auntie did anyway, um, Indigenous heritage. Yeah. And she chased it up in my last year of school um, and sort of, because you, you got to get accepted in the tries, quite a process. Yeah. So eventually, she sort of chased it up because obviously there's a few benefits to being a region. So she chased that up and um, got my papers probably about three years ago. So for, for three years now, I've been officially Indigenous. And you toured with the Indigenous Australia team? Yeah, so I got picked. I don't know how or where from uh, in the Australian Indigenous side. Or there's like a bit of a state comp. Called Imparja, so I got picked from that to go play. Um, it's like the 150 anniversary tour. Maybe it was a tour 150 years ago, but like um, they were there for 40 weeks or something. All, all Indigenous players playing yeah. against county sides, I think. And um, so it was like a commemoration of that, and um, it was only two weeks, so it was quite short. Um, and only six three twenties, but it was good fun. We played some pretty nice grounds and. Against some good size, counter size, not, not full strength counter size. Yeah. And leading into that tour, um, the next question is Do you remember your first six? What I want to know is Can you run the listeners through, like you've run us through at the club a thousand times, the six you hit off a well known England international? Right. Well, you said the first six, and it actually wasn't my first six. So I'll just swear that. <laughs> 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 <You're running laughs> <through. Yeah. laughs> First one was a spinner. I think he plays for in the team for I don't even know his name. Um, left arm or off you maybe. I can't remember. Anyway, so it was my first stick. I think maybe for the tour. I can't remember. Uh, and I thought we nearly got twenties or something. So there was nothing to lose really. So I came out of the wicket, sort of half clubbed it, but got up in the wind and six. So I thought I'm away here. Once you get one away, you sort of you feel like you're in a bit of a roll. Um, and then I was playing with Scott Bowling at the time. Dan Christian just got out. Sorry for the name. Yeah, no, that's good. <laughs> Continue. Um, and I saw Chris Jordan get the ball, and I thought we, the game was over, so I thought, because Joffre Archer was also playing, so I thought neither of those guys can the ball, I'm good. And then I sort of saw him take the ball, and I thought, oh no, and it's Scott Bowling was sort of threw his head back and cussed. Um, yeah. <laughs> And so I was pretty nervous, and I, I think you can see on the photo that Corey posted that I was that was the next ball I got out, but I was backing away for for some of them, um, trying to pretend to go over cover because they had cover up a bit off up, but I wasn't really. That was probably for my own personal safety. <laughs> um, and I thought I'm going to try and step inside one. What everyone doesn't know is actually an out back of hand slower ball. It's the first time that I've said that. Then <laughs> um, he's dragged down, so it's sort of looped up at chest height at about 100 k's an hour. And um, yeah, got onto it, put it into the second tier. Did you? And um, 
and then he bowled the next ball back in away because I thought he's not going to give me another one then. I reckon this one could be in my head. <laughs> so I thought I'll, I'll run away and he bowled it on middle stump. But I actually was so far away that it was hitting middle stump and I was too far that it, my back didn't actually, could, couldn't reach the ball. That's how far away it was. Which is not a bad effect. So you would just be playing like a child. Oh, and can you confirm... That story has now been told, not for the listeners, but for the rest mm. of the boys, 25, oh, upwards of 30 times. And, yeah, it come, and the yeah. screenshot of that six commentary is posted on our on the WhatsApp group all the time. Yeah, yeah, it's regular, regular, um, oh, what's the word? Oh, my English is pretty bad. But there's, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm regularly letting it run though. That's fair enough. It's all right. If you've done it, you... What was your first ever seat? Oh, first yeah, ever. I remember. Yeah, under 11s, I used to go all right because they were real short boundaries and then, you know, the old pull shot under 11s, yeah. and that's what we'd go to. And then I didn't hit one for ages until sort of I was a bit of a late mature up, so I didn't have much power until I was about last year, really. And then I got a few last year and a few this year. Can you confirm at one stage this year, just after we finished the white balls, <laughs> you'd made 50 runs and hit six sixes or something uh, along those lines? Sixes. Yeah, yeah, that is true. <laughs> well, I've got to a stage in my batting where I, I no longer, I, I, it's too hard. Like Making runs is out of the picture. Like, I've, I've accepted that I'm not going to make any runs. So the next best thing is hitting bombs. <laughs> <laughs> and luckily we're going to the white balls this weekend. Rexy gets a little boost up the order and... Tries it sixes. Okay. Favorite nightclub. Um, well, it changes quite often. It used to be Metro's Fred. Used to be a huge fan of Metro's Fred. Yeah. That's sort of when you first turn eighteen. Uh, currently, although they're not haven't started again, I'm going to make a prediction that it will be Ice Cream Factory because it was last year for the summer. Over the winter, maybe. Mr. Lomans. Yeah, you're a big a fan of that Mr. Lomans establishment, aren't you? Um, this is a good one. Yeah, probably it's lonely's during that period, but I reckon it's going to change now to the new pop-up bars, right. which appear during the Perth summer. Yeah, so it's not a lot of people Yeah. This is the podcast from outside Perth. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. How do you like to spend free time? Um, well, I actually have a lot of free time because I work during the uni, and my uni contact hours is much. Uh, free time. I watch a lot of YouTube. Yeah. I uh, like what do I watch? Fortnite. A lot of like UFC interviews. I don't know. Oh, I'm a big fan of content. Yeah, yeah. A lot of fighting videos. Yeah. And I can't fight. I enjoy it. Just listening to it. Do you enjoy it because you can't fight? Is that Maybe. why you enjoy it I so think much? It's, I think it's the characters. It's a certain type of person that's a fighter, and I find it quite entertaining. And uh, Fortnite, I watch, watch a lot of Fortnite videos. Do you play a Fortnite? I did, Fortnite? but I don't really play it. I, I pretty much predominantly just watch it now. I haven't played it in probably two, two or three weeks. So it's, it's a bit weird, isn't it? Um, and then I just started taking up the guitar probably two months ago after this sort of Boz got me inspired. And um, Why did Boz get you inspired to play the guitar? I, can, but I, I don't know, it's just an inspiring person. Boz was saying that he's getting way more chicks. Yeah, is that the reason? Is it the uh, chicks? Uh, oh, not really. I uh, feel for the love. love yeah, it's just nice. I had 
his spare time, I was like, I'm wasting my time watching YouTube and playing Xbox. So I thought, why not do something a little bit more constructive? What's your, what's your day? Yeah. Have a guitar. Uh, strictly speaking. That's a nice <laughs> plug there. That's a, that's a good, that's a good, that's a good part, uh, part. I like well, that. What, what was your feeling about not being able to watch the McGregor fight earlier this season? Um, yeah, it was pretty hard to take. I was sure was sort of, sort of in the same boat. That's the problem with cricket. These fights are really a one to watch on, um, often on Sunday mornings and happen for some reason always to fall in there on the Sundays that we're playing cricket. I don't know how that worked out. Um, so I was pretty gutted, but fortunately, Sean bought it on his phone and we were batting, and Sean was out and I was not for a while. So we were able to pretty much watch the whole thing, and it was probably, I probably would rather not watch it, because it was yeah. hard to watch. Yeah. Well, I, I'm a big fan of McGregor. Yeah. And the day I was picked to play twos. I do remember I this day, actually. No, there was a there was a there was a team media ban on the winner of the fight. It got to a stage where we all knew who'd won, but we had to go around the corner of the James um, club rooms. Maxi was on the scorebook, and we weren't allowed to talk about it until we were without earshot. Yeah, so they get home. So you're a huge McGregor or Flying in general? Huge McGregor and Diaz fan. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So I get home, like, made one run, we had a loss, and then I go home and watch this 20-minute beatdown of my yeah. favourite fighter. And you genuinely didn't know the result. Genuinely didn't know what happened. That's good by the fact that we did some serious good work well. from the boy, the rest of the boys, not to let it slip. Yeah. Although there was many a time that we wanted to let it slip. Because yeah. Dan had a bet on it. Yeah, yeah. Maury was making sure that... And, and, uh, and I've tried that before. It's also very hard to just quickly oh, just check who won. And then I didn't actually even check my phone. Yeah, okay. You never know someone. Like, yeah, yeah. Come, come, come on, like, Facebook. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, like, even if there was a fight on you, mate, just message you saying, yeah. like, oh, I can see how it was. It's like, oh. Yeah, yeah, that just ruins it, doesn't yeah. it? Um, go on for you here, Rexy. Best and worst thing about cricket? Um, oh, worst thing. So many. No, the worst thing would be well, pretty obvious ones. Just having a long day in the field and just taking yourself the whole time, and the team's done for two hundred, and looking like you're going to make four hundred. Getting out for a duck's pretty bad. Getting out for a low score in general is pretty bad. So there's a lot of bad things. There's a lot of things that can go wrong. Uh, best thing. What cycle of sport, the, the rush you get if you make runs, which I just tell people a lot. For you it might be sixes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or taking a catch, even if it's not a great catch, it's just, you know, feeling the dopamine release you get. Is that, so, what, bring, is that what brings you back every week? Yeah. We had this discussion last yeah, week. Yeah, I didn't yeah. listen to that. That this was a good point. You, you have so many bad times, and the good times are really high, like it's uh, the best ever. And then you're sort of looking for that peak again, but it never it takes a long time before you. And you might get it once a year or once every two years. If you're a good player, you might get it every week. But it's that it's that real high you have, and you're like, geez, it's not sure, it's not far. But yeah. Yeah. I yeah. See, it's hard to sometimes like sometimes you, like when you get a nice four, like it feels good. 
But like, you're so kind of used to it as well. Maybe your body feels good, but your mind doesn't realize how good it is. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I've had instances where I'd like made a nice 25 or 30 walking off the field um, after getting out for another start where I'll be in the chain room shaking with adrenaline. I don't know whether you've ever had that before, either of you, but I will have times where I was shaking with adrenaline like while I'm out there and you're not aware of it till you're back in the changers are you actually shaking with adrenaline yeah something that I've picked up on recently you're quite an intense person though yeah intense yeah I'd no, probably that might be you mm. okay best and worst thing about the club in the cricket club um I think there's a lot of good things about the club uh oh, sorry the worst thing what's the worst thing there's not much bad about it I'm not gonna lie um can't even think of anything I'll go best then. Hang on, I'll think of something like No, I don't have a worst thing. There's nothing about it. Um, the best thing, actually, there is a worst thing. We don't have a really good bar set up mm. years after the game. That's been a common th- thread. Yeah. yeah. That's the probably the only thing. And yeah. the change rooms, I'm a big fan of having nice change rooms, nice, spacious change rooms, which were the case in South Perth, where I used to play. Um, and then you come to change and they're quite cramped and you go and they're not real modern and nice. Um, it's got a bit of a thing for changes. I don't know why. I think it's because we spend so much time in yeah. change rooms. And I've got a lot of kit as I've got more kit than the average person because I'm more wicket keeper, obviously. So I like to have space. And I like to have a nice toilet. I'm a thing for nice toilets. I can't, I can't do like grubby toilets. Oh, that was the best toilet you've ever seen. Best no, best cha- best changer and toilet around the around the ground. Oh, I was gonna say best toilet. I'll go best toilet first because I wouldn't say so. Um, at Wesley, the high school I went to, there used to be very messy. Um, the, the normal toilets were very messy. So I used to at lunch, I used to go into the number twos. I used to go into the staff. It's quite a long walk, and you have to sort of. You're not meant to be in the staff area, but I went to staff toilets, which always kept very nicely. And um, did my stuff in there. And you get like your whole toilet to yourself, a shower. It's like a full bathroom. Just one toilet. So I used to do that. That was my little trick every day. Um, best change room toilets would have to be probably South Perth. South Perth had really nice change rooms. So we'd have to go to South Perth. Although, you go to South Perth to go to the toilet. You do get the best seat in the house though in the Yeah, that's true. I can't complain really, can I? For for reference, we've got sort of a very rectangular shape, small change rooms, and there's benches either side, but it's smack banging against one at the far wall. There's a very nice cushioned chair uh, chair that only the wicket keepers get, and wicket keepers somehow have got that chair. And that's Rex's chair where the rest of us commoners are stuck next to each other on the benches. Right. Mm, tough. And best thing about the club? Best thing, yeah. Sorry, we didn't do that. Uh, well, there's so many. There's, I mean, everyone, particularly this club, I don't know why. Uh, I haven't really thought about it in great depth, but maybe you can help me out. The pe- genuinely, the people, everyone's a good bloke. Like, there's no, there's no, like, shocking blokes. Like, there are in a lot of clubs. Right. And I don't know what it is. Like, there's so many just really nice, genuinely friendly people. 
Um, I think the ground's great. The best in Perth. Best grade ground in Perth. Uh, grade the nets are good. Um, I think we got a great coaching staff. And yeah, well, it's probably the, ma the main things that people is enough. That's what it's good about any makes a good club. I think a big reason for that is like at uni, cricket is just like a something that people do. Yeah, you know, it's a vehicle for most yeah. instead of an actual like. Yeah, it's more because it's a younger age group as well. It's more of a hobby. As I think, yeah. as you start to get older, it becomes a chore. Yeah, and I older people don't realise it, but I think it is. They think they're well. They come back home, trying to. I don't know why, but but for when you're younger, you're more in that. You're just enjoying it. Yeah, you're not necessarily all the time there yeah. on a Saturday for the cricket. Yeah. You're there to see the eleven blokes yeah. that you're mates with instead of when everyone the, goes out. There's not. There's no one has a family. There's no drama either. Really, amongst the players. No yeah. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. There's not I mean, much. Yeah. But that's that's, that's half Rosie and half the rest of us getting really under yeah. your skin because it's fun to watch. You know that if, if you show a weakness, you're always going to get found out. Aren't you? And Rosie shows that quite often. <laughs> speaking, makes people want to. speaking of weaknesses and showing a weakness, Rexy, I'm pretty sure you were in this conversation on uh, Sunday at Colts. Will, Will Jacks showed a very big weakness to Will Stibbs baiting him. Um, yeah. And... Will's, Will's responded with one of the um, Stibber's baits with, sorry, Stibber, have you got a, um, English, oh, have yeah, you got yeah, a, a county contract? Yeah, yeah, right. um, I think the, think the story was we were, we were baiting Will about not being bowl, not bowling or something along those lines. Yeah. And, he, and he took the bait really hard. So that's a clear example of showing weakness. As soon as the boys sense a, yeah. sense a sniff of you getting a little uptight, they jump on it. He does get a bit fiery, actually, Jacks. He's probably not a bad one to one. I think everyone's just starting to find out now, so it could be going on from now on. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. Got any special talents? Um, oh, not really. I used to have, like, what's not a special talent? It's a party trigger. We had a false front two. They used to be able to take that out, but I can no longer do that because I've got a thing. Um, no, I don't know, it's special talent, but I think it'll find it. Hitting sixes, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Hitting sixes with a white ball. <laughs> Rex's talent. Uh, Go-to date, Rexy. You much of a uh, date, man. No, I know it's you, date, man. Um, but if I were to, pretty boring, probably movies or like, you know, Movies are good because, like, I feel like it's quite hard to talk to women, like, well, for me, anyway. Not unless you know them, but like, it's just generally an awkward thing going on a date, isn't it? I feel like movies, something going on, something to talk about, so that's probably the answer. Some people say the opposite, don't they? I'm a fan of, no, I hate the movies. Yeah, you hate the movies, like, you hate them. No, 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 like, I will go to the movies with people that I'm not dating or trying to date, because I find it incredibly weird going to the movie to sit next to someone when I'm all, my sole intention is not them, it's the movie. Yeah, you, sort of get what I mean? you, you, you go for dinner after you talk about the movie. Yeah. Well said. It's the conversation start. Isn't it? And also, in the loose cinemas, eight bucks for a student on a Monday. Yeah, right. Did you hear it? No. I've been paying 30. Yeah, I went to 30. Yeah, that's what it comes. 
I went to the movies yesterday, um, last night I said we're hitting Rhapsody. Oh yeah, how's that? Yeah, it was good, I recommend it. But, um, me and my mum were going because we like, had up in the world on Monday, you know, both had a boy. So, um, I was like, yeah, let's go to these movies. I was like, good. So I went and bought the tickets, went to the, um, ticket dude or whatever. And she was like, I was like, oh yeah, two tickets to Benin Rhapsody. She was like, yeah, 16 bucks. And I was like, no, nah, I want two. She was like, no, they're eight bucks for students on a Monday. Yeah, right. 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 birthday, And off we went, watched this movie for $8 each. I've actually, well, we're on the topic of movies, I listened to the podcast, um, I think it was with Sean and Fifth. Yeah. Where you banged on about so Star Wars. Yeah. This is a repeating, it's a repeating yeah, theme of these podcasts. Because I thought, you've, you've persuaded me to watch it. And yes. I'm not movie watch up. And actually, yeah. that was my date. Yeah, oh, that's, that's like an intense and movie, was it? it was like one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Seriously? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, wasn't the worst, but I, I, I thought I had really high expectations and didn't enjoy it. Yeah. But I'm not a huge like, love story sort of guy. That's, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, I think it'll be a bit different that way. That's not for me, that sort of lovey dovey stuff. What about the girl? Um, Gaga. No, the girl who went, you went on that. Oh, I like it. Samantha. Um, yeah, but she was crying. I think she enjoyed it. <laughs> so yeah, she was like, she dad's crying. Yeah, I was, I had to tell her. I had to tell her before that. You gotta stop looking at us. She was trying to get sympathy out of you. Oh, that's gold. I definitely played it then too much for her. Yeah, I was a bit disappointed. Right. I love how it's been. We've got 10 episodes in. That got mentioned on the third podcast. And along with Alex Rose, it's um, it's now been mentioned every podcast since. Yeah. Everyone else talking about it. I mean, what was everyone else's thoughts? Everyone pretty much likes it. Positive, yeah. yeah. I, I'm yet to watch it. So. Nah, you'll be disappointed because it's very slow. It's like really slow that first hour. I reckon the first hour is the best part of it. See, I like the whole chemistry between the two. Yeah. And obviously you're not a sucker for that. Nah. I just generally find it hard to watch movies because I I know it sounds so stupid, but I just you just know it's fake I know. But you know how sometimes I feel like people get so in, like right into something, but I just can't because they're always in the back of my mind. Like, yeah. It's just not real. <laughs> so unless I'm watching a documentary about like Conor McGregor or something. Like, so if it's not about fighting and you know it's those not notes, real. Right? I just struggle with anything not like as after that. I don't know why. That's interesting. Max has got a couple of views about that. I reckon. Um, yeah, yeah. Moving on, uh, you got a review for us, yeah, Rexy? Yeah, a review, my man. Okay. So Skipper asked me to uh, yesterday uh, if I wanted to go keep to the Aussies today, which was an awesome opportunity. Yeah, yeah. We're having a bit of sandwich tip sort of thing. And I was just grabbing them behind, I don't know what the, normally the deal is, I think probably someone just meets them. Yeah. And I was, this could be controversial, I was quite underwhelmed at the quality of the batsman. Um, there was a, probably five great uh, academy models that own a contract, or one of the rookie contract. And they probably, Brad Hope, who's obviously no money, a good bowler. Got Finch out probably four times in the space of six overs. Um, and I was thinking about it when I was standing behind the stumps. I was thinking this bloke, you know, doesn't take bags in first grade. He's getting 
Because you look at test crickets and you put them on a bit of a pedestal, these guys have got. Yeah. And I thought, well, maybe the difference between like state batsmen and even your top grade batsmen, the gap there isn't as big as you think, I don't think. I could be wrong. That's just my thoughts. Is it, I, think, I don't know. Is it the consistency of performance, not necessarily the skill set? Between the, to- yeah, between the top first well, grade batsmen? I think luck's obviously, well, that's pretty obvious, a pretty big part of making it. If, you, if you're at that level already, say, any state batsman, or even like, for example, an outside strawberry in field, and there's an all um, the, the gap between them and the Australian players, I don't think is as big as you think. That's your review. That's the review. Yeah. Is that on no, the No, I like that. I like that review. I like that review. So That's... I was another one was Hanskin, and I thought, this bloke's like, no, he's obviously a great player. Um, but I was just watching him against bowlers that you, fa- that you guys would have faced, and, and you think, well, he's not really that flash. <laughs> Sorry, Hanskin. <laughs> so That's just my thought. He'll, he'll be listening to this, I, so. I was thinking about it deeply as I was standing behind the stumps. And so that's just my thoughts. Anyone impressed? Um, Mitchell Stark. Roots Keith Mitchell Stark. And I was, he didn't bowl that way, he sprayed around, but the pace and bounce that he gets is unbelievable. Like, I couldn't, I didn't, didn't even, can't even imagine like standing behind him. Like literally 30 metres standing on the ring and the ball still inclining. It was up a racket, things like that, but I was very surprised by that. That's yeah. So, what do you reckon? What's your predictions after watching him train? Um, I think Stark's going to take a bag. I think has the team been picked? No, I don't think so. I don't think, think Hanson's going to play. Jay was getting stuck into him. Like he was giving him one away, and they were having a bit of it. But I don't know. That might just be standard. Um, I just get that vibe. I don't know. Could be. Where coming in? So you reckon um, Mitch Marsh could be coming in? You reckon Mitch Marsh is an in? Or Stoinis? Stoinis oh, won't be an in. Marsh could be a sniff. No, Stoinis no. isn't an in. Stoinis is still an in. I don't know. Obviously, it's based on, yeah, Hanson surely will get out of the chance, but I just, I don't know, I just felt something there. Yeah, Rexy, this you know, could have heard it first here on the UWACC podcast yeah, that, that Mitch Marsh is in, Hanscom <laughs> out. That could be a very good call. One thing about that podcast, though, is like, it's under the pressure on Rex, but. When people get on the podcast and they start playing cricket, they're not doing so well. Yeah, well, we had Boz and Mood start off with, we gave the selectors a bake round in the first episode for not picking Boz. Boz has come off 100 in shield cricket. Yeah, yeah does Tim, well. Tim Payne actually didn't train today, so it could be a sniff for Friday. <laughs> <laughs> Rexy is a withdrawal from our, our side and he's going to play. Uh, but, um, after the night track, yeah, also... I sure think from the start of the season was robbed to hit two tons. <laughs> and it's <laughs> done. And it's done. Yeah, wow. <laughs> By podcast 10, our sure thing is done. What was what was my sure thing? Your sure thing's done already and we're 10 podcasts in. We're not even at Christmas. How are we 10 podcasts in? That's a great shout. That's awesome. Well done, Maxie. I think that's a great opportunity to sign out here. Yeah. Um, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, everyone, and have a happy new year, and we'll probably see you straight after. Yeah, see you in 2019. Rexy, thank yeah, you very much. That was good for me. Thank you.
It's fading now, it's ending all too soon.